Pops episode six with Pop Tango and myself, Pop Cylon. Today we talk about racism in the kink community online at festivals. Oh yeah, it gets hard, it gets deep. And then it gets a lot lighter because we circle back to ass eating. <laughs> oh yeah, some world shaking ass eating. Also, uh, reminder that you can use the code THEMPUPS, T-H-E-M-P-U-P-S, THEMPUPS, all one word, no spaces, on Just for Fans, for B-Bear, B-Bear, that's my Just for Fans, B-E-B-E-A-R, B-E-B-A-R-E, use the code THEMPUPS, they'll give you a trial for a dollar, for a dollar, so you can see all the videos of the THEMPUPS podcast, because we record in our birthday suits. Yeah, so use that code on Just for Fans. Be bear, be bear. Them pups. Enjoy this episode of Them Pups Thoughts and Bears. Sweden. No, Sweden. Okay. So, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the fuck this is. I have no idea because you're listening to this recording. I, I don't want to feel right at the beginning like some sort of a failure. But we've still not invited in any guests or live audience, which I love. And I also love, and I like, it's just so funny. It's any, yeah, we're getting there. So something has really, okay, first of all, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Welcome to Them Pups, Thoughts and Bears. This is Pup Cylon. And this is Pup Tango. Yeah, and this is episode, fuck. Episode seven, I think. Heavenstone Mercatroid. Oh, this just—I'm not going to tell you what episode it is when we do this. I will add it after the fact, which I always do. This is an episode. <laughs> this is an episode of Them Pups uh, Thoughts and Bears, and it is the latest episode as of this recording. Um, so, I something that happened is I did publish that uh, I did publish the the latest episode, which is amazing um because i i don't publish them without listening to them because you never know if there's something that should be edited out so i listen to each episode in its entirety and i do to be honest sometimes cut shit only in the ever driven fucking wanting to make the episode shorter that is literally the only reason i cut shit out and i and i cut out what i think is the least entertaining shit or like redundant shit or like you know what i mean does that make sense yeah because like there might be like a gap and shit's happening out around and I'm like I don't know whatever it is anyway um I just want to welcome everybody I, I we're to a point now legitimately where we now have like followers who are listening and waiting for new content to come and you sent me a couple of the 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 thoughts and bears. <laughs> That's a play on thoughts and prayers. There's people who didn't get that. I was talking to someone like, oh, I never, that didn't, I didn't know what that meant. Thoughts and prayers. I'm confused <laughs> on how like that wasn't apparent. Like that, that was the whole joke. Like, you, you missed the whole, like, right over your head. It's okay. So I think this is a good point and I don't mean to alienate more people, but it is systematically what we're doing with each episode is alienating potential, potential corporate sponsors and potential fans uh, with our um, polarizing uh, language ideas and our thoughts and bears, right? So uh, <laughs> if you didn't know, I think that we are both um, hardcore leftist, uh, socialist, anti-capitalist, uh, queer, uh, non-conforming. Anti-fascist. Uh, we just uh, fucking, blah, we are, blah, blah. 
I'm burn it all fucking down. Like that's kind of like my where I'm at. And it's interesting because I was I was hanging out with a pup friend of mine uh, yesterday and the evening before. It was an overnight. We had an overnight pup out, and um, we had this exhausting conversation. I said, all in all, I just don't want to have these exhausting conversations because I say burn it all the fuck down anyway. Uh, and 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 they were saying that like this is where the seeds of revolution are born is in these exhausting conversations, right? Because that's where minds are changed or people become like activated and they're like, oh, fuck, I should do something. We went to a Black Lives Matter memorial. It was amazing. Um, we it, It's here in Chicago, walking distance from my house. I was like crying. Um, they were having a whole in-depth conversation with one of the people from the organization uh, who was there uh, with her granddaughter and, and another guy. And it, it was just, it's just so a lot right um anyway I, i'm saying this up front because i just also watched bad axe on uh hulu and bad axe is a documentary about a town in michigan called bad axe right and it's about an asian family who owns a bar and it it's their kids come home for the pandemic, as a lot of people did because they couldn't stay where they lived you know people often leave their hometown for like a big city and so like the son lived in New York City and he came home with his girlfriend or fiance to live with the parents in Bad Axe, Michigan, which is, if you don't know, um, I grew up my family having uh, for part of my life, a trailer and part of my life, a home up in that area. It's the thumb of Michigan. To give you an idea of the political uh, landscape, my mother never felt safe with me and my uh, ex or grand ex going there because she felt that they might like burn down our house with us in it because it's very Trump. It's very not gay friendly. It's very not color friendly. And my grand ex, as you know, was black and Puerto Rican. Anyways, she's been telling me to watch this um, bad ex movie forever. And it's finally free, not free, but if you pay for Hulu, it's free. Previous to this, you had to pay for it. And I guess I was cheap or I'm poor or whatever it is. I just wasn't paying for it. And I just watched the whole thing this morning. Thank you for sleeping in. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 because oh, so. no, 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 it's not. You're I'm welcome. not reading you. I'm what being genuine. What can I say? Except no, it's, it's, you're I'm being genuine as fuck. I needed I my beauty this. rest. Right. <laughs> I genuinely wanted. Uh, I didn't know. Like none of this was on my radar. My mother told me this morning. I'm a mama's boy. I talked to her every day. I, and then I watched it, and it just was. I cried through the whole thing. Uh, because there were real ass fucking Nazis in bad acts. 15 minutes from where my family has a home where my mother's like you and your boyfriends can't go there because and my whole argument is can we sell that fucking house like why do we have that house right like like my family is not rich that i come from <laughs> but we'll just say i'm an economic disappointment <laughs> in the family like they all do better than i do and 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 i have like purposely taken in a way this path which is privilege and we can talk about that i'm very lucky to have the privilege i have to be kind of like willingly poor does that make sense like I, I i as a protest walked away from corporate america thought i could make it as a yoga teacher and an artist and i barely do and i've been bailed out by my parents and this is a, a story of white privilege i'm just outing myself right now and i'm aware of it and i try to spread it around i try to do as well as i can with it anyway it's just a lot so that's like this heavy shit that i'm like but if we don't talk about it and we talked about that this podcast is so interesting because it's this kink fetish pup chub cub bear uh poly open nasty naughty podcast but occasionally i just i'm i'm walking into this with some feels 
And I'm so happy to be in this experience with you and that we every once in a while can pop up and talk about the heavy. And I just, I wanted to say that, and, and that brings me back to the point that I'm going to edit that heavy episode, which I did not know. It's two hours and 26 minutes long. The, 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 the episode the, the we decided, one, the one, we the, the one we decided not to share. Yeah, <laughs> would, would, yeah, let's let's keep that would, one in the vault. Would, would be officially the longest fucking episode that we will ever share. So I've even thought, can I turn it into two? I don't know. Anyway, I just wanted you to know. So, cause like I listen to these things, I, I'm here for it and I'm loving being producing as well as hosting. It's awesome. Um, yeah. So if you're listening, please share this fucking podcast with other liberal leftist, kinkster, fat pup, queer people, right? Let's do this. Let's build this thing. Let's make this thing happen. I've got one thing to add to the uh, one thing to add to that is just that especially like the discourse around like uh, street fairs that have been going on the last couple of weeks, like the end of summer. We all know which one we're talking about. I'm not going to say their name because they're not sponsoring us. And, and like, they're, I'm not, <laughs> and I would like to go to these places the at least fair, once. Wait, are you telling me that the street fair is not sponsoring us? So you're not mentioning who it is? I'm not mentioning it. I'm just, look, 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 look. There is a whole, like, there's a whole case of Rotten Tomatoes going on with that stuff right now. And I honestly, it I'll, I'll say this i've seen a lot of discourse online so far about what happened at the street fair and i've seen a lot of discourse within queer spaces especially from like younger like 24 and under like my age my age group like folks like who have everything to say about um these street fairs and like look i haven't gone so i don't want to speak on it that's the thing. Can I can I ask because Weird, you like, are way more plugged into um first of all, I'm going to say you're talking about Folsom San Francisco. I may or may not be. And <laughs> and the reason and and here's what's interesting is I the uh, the, the only street fair I go to is not and it's it's yearly and it has helped me become who I am. So I'm giving you a little perspective, but I want you to continue your story. Right. I go to a thing called International Mail or International Mr. Leather also known as IML yeah. here in Chicago, which is people come from all over the world. And it is a weekend long sex party held at several different bars, <laughs> several different bars, clubs, and and a hotel. Um, um, and I'm gonna, anyways, so I'm gonna I just, tell you why I haven't gone. But that's the like, only one I've been to. I've never, right. I wanted you to know, I've also not been to Folsom, but I also think, I this is where I'm going, because I'm giving you a little bit of like, I think you should, you can talk about this. We are broadcasting globally. We have people who listen to us now officially, not just the United States, but all over the world, because I get the analytics. We have people of all ages, except for one age bracket, which is good, which is under 18. So all of our listeners are over 18, good. which is where you good. should be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you should be over 18. So, um, so I actually think you talking about like what you're reading about through, uh, Twitter and and wherever else you get your news, which is social media, I'm guessing, right? Online. Right. I'm curious because I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. My singular exposure to Folsom, San Francisco right now is I have started listening as part of us hosting a kink pop podcast. My pup friend introduced me yesterday. I was yesterday years old when I learned about another kink, kink pop podcast called 
what's your safe word? All of a sudden on episode eight, I start to listen to other King podcasts. And in case you're wondering, well, what made you think you could have a fucking podcast? What made you think to ask me that fucking question? Anyways, so I, uh, <laughs> so um, I, I was listening to it and they happened to be talking about Folsom in the episode I'm listening to. So now I want to know, because I'm getting another perspective from my co-host. Tell me the tea. Spill the fucking tea. So, I'm going to drink mine while you spill it. I probably, I want to go to these events, but not in the same capacity as most might. I have to walk in, like, look, my experience with kink, my experience with um, the queer community is always going to be the lens of someone who is um, male presenting, number one, and then, well, not always, because, like, gender is this um, really fucking lucky thing that I, I dabble, I'm trying to learn to dabble with a little bit more, but um, I will always be on the outside. I will, like, to people who first see me, the first thing they're going to see is what? That I'm Black. So, these spaces, especially kink spaces, especially leather spaces, um, in my in my view, have had some of the largest intersection with like toxic white supremacy. I'm a, like be 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 full blown honest with it. Like I know in some of these spaces, I am not going to be desired for this one specific reason. I could have whatever numbers on Twitter. I could have whatever pictures on OnlyFans. I could have whatever going for me and my my personality and my body and my my way I carry myself. But honestly, it really doesn't matter to some of these folks because they'll still treat me like shit. Yes. Holy shit. I see you. Keep going. Sorry. So you don't want to go to, because uh, it's, I'm just mentioning that it's online, not just in person. Right. Wholesome. And by the way, and this is just a super anecdotal story, when you're down the hole of jerking off, you know, tweaking your nipple, riding your fucking uh, hand <laughs> by yourself, getting into all the porn, I have had straight up like Nazi porn pop up. And it, it makes me want to cry. Uh -oh, You're not going to love what I'm about to say. It makes me want to cry because these are like super young men. These are like, they're not boys, but they're super young men, right? Like they're like probably 18, 19 in their early twenties. And they've got like Nazi tattoos. And a, may go for that. And, and a Confederate flag. But they're sucking cock and eating ass and raw and embarrassing yeah, each other. And I'm like, my head literally fucking exploded. I'm like, I didn't know this. So me being naive, I'm like, I didn't know this intersection existed because I, again, fell for the fucking what? dumb shit <laughs> that a lot of gay people are like, oh, because I'm queer and I'm gay, I'm liberal and I can't be racist. And uh, <laughs> no, in fact, if you dive deep enough and you jerk off long enough, you're going to come across that Nazi porn too. And why the fuck is that on the internet? Why is what? That thing? What are we like? Look, I know that we. Came, I, know, I know we grew up in two different time <laughs> on two different timelines, then because yeah. like growing up, like Joe Blow was like huge, and that was I all. What, I don't know what Joe Blow is. Joe Blow is like a website dedicated to this this idea. It's basically race play porn. That was oh, really? huge. When I, I was, I'm this is I'm today years old hearing about Joe Blow. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's wow. disgusting, and it icks me so much now because like i thought that that was normal i thought that that was the norm i thought every interaction with another white person was gonna be on along the lines of race play 
Oh I'm going to be God. like so completely honest. Are you telling now me, so you got into, I just want to cover this. This is interesting because you probably start, I, I think most people, if I think about myself, I know I'm old, but my first experience with the internet, one of my first experiences, which you probably cannot relate to is probably being in eighth or ninth grade. So I was like a, like a fuzzy, horny teenager or teenager, like 13 or 14 years old. And I cannot tell you how fucking archaic the internet was back then, but I can tell you this. I mean, it was archaic. I mean, we're talking like AOL, like it. Yeah, I know what AOL is okay. too. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. And 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 I gotta tell you, I found I happened upon uh, gay porn, and I still to this day remember the gay porn. It was not what you're talking about. It was too white. It was too white guys. Um, but like, and it takes forever to download. And I jerked off to that fucking singular, like, digitally opaque ass video because what I was enhancing it with my. Uh, with my my um what do i call it my fantasy my sense of humor my creativity like whatever um so i'm imagining were you also in that same age range i'm trying to establish how young and vulnerable you were in the fact that you're like finding your first porn on the internet and this is what it is were you also like a teenager or a teenager or and something like that when i first started um getting in getting into like looking at porn um this is still when ebony um was a, a um actual channel on on Pornhub. This is when uh racial fetishization was at its all-time high. Like people were still getting away with it in ways that you really can't get away with now. People will call you out, cancel your whole fucking production studio. And that that that's um but it was the norm back then. Uh I was about 10 or 11 when I first oh, wow. started watching porn. That when I got into so... gay porn, the first um, wow. the first instance of me watching gay porn it was like strictly white bears. It's all that was up there. It was never any type of the interracial um, interracial um, uh, couples that would be on there. Like like bombed to hell, like bombed to hell and back um, or, or like um, dislike bombed to um, hell and back. And you could tell with the production that there was like almost zero money put into like actual like black and brown bodies being on the screen. Like they were not giving any, they were not given any budget they were, in regards to how the difference between the two, there was no scene play. There was no music. There was no nothing. It was usually guys recording with their, um their handheld cameras. And that's all you would fucking see. Um, it wasn't until I'd like found, like the niche stuff that always fed into this fetishy ass shit where it's like, this is the black dominant daddy, um, big dick. And it's all that was ever up there. There's no like salt. There's no like nuance to that. It was the idea that if you're going to have a black actor, they have to have a big cop. They have to, um, have no tattoos, bald head, uh, hairless body, muscle to the gods there was so no idea of back. seeing somebody that looked like me on there i'm gonna circle back to the, so then so this is i am like wow oh we got heavy we got of course we got heavy early and heavy do. as we do early and often uh so here you are just learning how to play with your own fucking toy you're just now ficket you just got a little bit of fuzz and a little bit of horny and you start to develop 
racial consciousness. Uh, you start to develop an unhealthy idea of what sex will be when you're an adult, which is that you will be fetishized and that you will have to act a certain way and be with a certain kind of person. And that this is, yeah. I'm guessing maybe this is how all white people are. No, no? yes and okay. no, yes and okay. no. Um, this is how- I, I'm, being, I'm loving of, this education. It was less of this sharing. is how white people are. And this is how, then it really felt like this is what white people want from me. Wow. They want big dick energy all the time. They want me to be the top. They want me to be everything that I'm not always going to be. And if I show any nuance or if I sh uh, show them anything else, I would not be deemed desirable. Now, circle back to let's get back on topic when it comes to the street fair. These are folks. Yeah. Um, like when I go out into these spaces, like when I went out to, uh, to the bar in Philly, it was the first time like, um, like I realized like, oh, this this could be deemed as a safe space, like during Philly Pride and stuff, because there are plenty of other black and brown bodies around me who are getting just as much equal treatment as I am. They, they're no one's deemed the hottest in the room. No one's like getting. It doesn't feel fetishy. It doesn't feel nasty. It doesn't feel like I'm in danger. But when I see street fairs when i see these like iml too like believe it or not there's when you say mm, you see because you've not been to iml when you see the content when i see the content coming off of, coming from them okay. like even with like bear events like oh, even with some bear events well yeah. a lot of bear events so when you see the content hard you only see, see white a black and brown white faces. or black or brown bodies right, you're hard pressed to ever see a black and so or brown you're saying body. in the philly gay scene you have you you see a lot of intersection and integration where it's like not all black not all white it seems like a healthy mix there's like there the dino guys there's black guys there's right. um asian guys like from there's other people of color around me that i can tell like okay we're we're safe here like, of course, everywhere has their issues. Everywhere has their issues. But props to the people in Philly for really trying to put it together. Really yeah. trying to get it together. And this is not at a festival. This is just in the bars. This was just pride. This was just Oh, this was pride. at Pride. Okay. Yeah. This was at Pride. And I did not feel like I was in danger. Did I have... Did some people give me the ick? Of course, because there are going to be these BBC chasers wherever you go. Right. Wherever you go. And it's yeah. the ickiest shit. Like, why... Um, let, let, look, this is so interesting to me because like going into like history of the words that we use, I found out through a little bit of research and a little bit of my own experience that that term BBC was not used as a term of endearment. It was used as a way for white porn creators to like profit off of black bodies. Here's something that you can look at, that you can fetish these people. This is okay. Um, giving them that this term and that became like the whole that can became the whole thought process um for everybody elsewhere was that oh you you um you mess with a black guy oh you like bbc huh girl that why is yeah, the first I, so, thing so in your mind when you look at a black person the human being away from their penis is two right things right? it's dehumanizing and i feel right. like when i see when i see content coming out of um these when I see content coming out of some of these events, it feels, I again, I can't really, I really shouldn't speak on it because I haven't been there. I haven't right. been in those, those areas. But what you're seeing filtered out to social media seems very white. 
yeah white centric like white voices it doesn't seem like there are enough like black and brown creators there or black and brown people there to really like justify me saying it's a safe space if they are they're being celebrated for the size of their penis i thought and i'm so glad that this i did not know this is where this fucking conversation would go and i want to talk about it's something i bring up a lot uh and maybe we talked about it in that long ass second episode maybe we talked about it in the first episode maybe we're going to be redundant and i did warn that redundancy would happen and i teach as a mindfulness coach as a meditation guide as a yoga teacher that repetition is not a bad thing because sometimes you don't hear it a certain way the first time and maybe you hear it again and i and i want to just offer this concept that was taught to me through um you know i just went or maybe you don't know for my advanced teacher training i was lucky enough to be part of uh a diversity uh inclusivity um decolonization uh, of yoga advanced teacher training which is it's very specific there's there only there's only one that i know of on the entire planet it's run by diane bondi and i was not only a teacher or not only a student but also got to be a teacher in in the cohort that uh, i went through as a year-long program but we talked about um a lot a big part of his body positivity and accessibility right and so uh are you familiar with the concept of, and, and I think this does is part of the BBC. This is why I'm bringing it up. I do think it's topical. And, I, and I'm wondering if you, how you feel about this concept of say slave owners, say white people of power, say uh, colonialists, say imperialists, say this, this particular group of people who are mostly white and have mostly generational wealth uh, and stolen ownership over, say, land and resources. Does you're, you're familiar with this group of humanity? Yeah. Okay. And so, are you familiar with the idea that they purposely have brought shame to the idea of sexuality and like free love and sex? Because, simply put, it's not something. That's not a game they can win. And so there's a lot of beautiful human beings who are all different colors that can communicate on a level that is not a wealth level, is not a, hey, here's what I can buy you, or here's like all the stuff I have that you should covet, but rather here I am just as a human being and I'm beautiful and maybe, maybe like we meet and you would want to, I don't know, procreate with me or say we're not straight, you would just want to like bond with me and fuck each other. And this is why clothing got bigger, why you had to cover up, why we had to, uh, why that group of humanity kind of dehumanized their slaves, their workers, because those people are not gonna be covered in all that clothing, so you're gonna see their bodies, so we have to make their bodies dirty and shameful. Are you familiar with these concepts? More than you know. Okay, so <laughs> not I- More I, than I, you know as more of you learn, more than you learn, but I, like, I am very familiar with that, because. It's something that has not stopped, did not stop with the end of the ending of slavery. It's the policing of black and brown bodies that started in West Africa by colonial, um, um, by colonizers who came there and saw people who were free, not just in their speech, but in their mannerisms. You had queer people, you had trans people, you had every kind of people. Spectrum of genders. Spectrum. Yeah, you just said gender was, was gender was always a spectrum yeah, yeah, for yeah, um... yeah, spectrum of genders. And 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 if you'll notice something about 
indigenous people, they often wear very little clothing. Yeah. They're, they're not ashamed of their bodies. Right. So they're not, they're not ashamed of their bodies no, and, you, and they wear that and, and, and it's very normal. So it's almost like a, I would say a nudist or nudist adjacent atmosphere. And we've been taught to see that we meaning uh, modern Western colonial capitalistic humanity to see that as less than to see that as somehow less evolved it's like no no these civilizations are like complex civilizations that have been like they know how to like cover up for the fucking conditions if they need to they choose not to they don't need they don't feel the need to do all that because they have these beautiful bodies and they feel their bodies are not unnatural they don't feel like their body's dirty like why would they cover it up and so i think it's very interesting that these people who steal the land and steal the resources and then they have this this generational income that they're not sharing with the community and so that kind of like all that ugliness manifests in their body and in their face and so like hey we have to cover up our bodies because if you were to look at mine you'd be like oh a lot Does of that makes sense it might be very like specific, no, I... <laughs> no that makes that makes that's made perfect sense the another thing that i would like to bring acknowledgement to is not just the racial aspect of it not just the cultural aspect of it but it's just like the religious aspect of it because what did white people bring they brought christianity and catholicism wherever they went they brought guilt and shame. they brought guilt one of the main tenets one of the main scriptures of those religions that i remember as a kid yeah. was like um, one of one of the main lessons I learned from like going through religious schooling when I was a kid was that this the idea of sin without the law, there would be no sin without right. somebody telling you that you've done something wrong or not to do something. There would be no idea of and sin. And who was the arbiter of this other than who the, was the, the arbiter, rich, the rich white people in power who exactly. are like, hey, I need you to write this shit into the book so I can keep these people under control. Because exactly. I just get, and they use I just need that. to be more rich and more white in my little fucking tower. They, and so, they use that. They use that to their advantage. They use that pivot. to their advantage wherever they went. Because I then see and this is something I mentioned and I want to fucking double down on. OK, full circle. We are coming back to what my point is, because I and I love and we're we both are on the same page but i wanted to give a little foundation of what i'm about to say is i see uh i see being polyamorous i see being open i see being free sex free love i see being naked i see being unashamed of your body in my opinion is a protest to that entire fucking history yes I, yes <laughs> so i just i like and so it's always devastating to me when there's someone who's in this culture that i think is a protest counterculture who's fucking racist. I'm like, you're not supposed to be here, motherfucker. Like, there is no space for you here. Like, you missed the fucking point. And it's so interesting because what I did get from um, what's, uh, from listening to What's Your Safe Word is they were saying that Folsom started as a leftist, anti-capitalist, anti-gentrification uh, protest. It was literally, and so you had a, and who were the people that were, that are like these nudist fucking, like, wild fetishy like fuck you all fuck in the street fuck you i don't fucking give a fuck about you your fucking jobs your made up money your made up bullshit stop fucking over my i like this neighborhood and fuck you i'm gonna put my ass out in the wind you won't want to live here i fuck you i'll show you who lives here it's us artists it's us femmes it's us queers it's us kinks fuck you and so they did talk about that that was the beginning of Folsom. and i don't know if you've listened to it yet so i wanted to say and they were like it's kind of disappointing that it's become so 
gentrified, which is the whole point of what it's supposed mm. to be is not that, right? It's supposed to they not be They just want some points that. in my book for that. They want Yeah, and I wanted you to know that. that. I know, I know. They I, And I'm like, I'm glad you're mentioning that. So, so for me, I've leaned into a lot of these things that are people like, oh, how could you do that on the internet? I'm like, I don't want to work for someone who has a problem with my naked body and my fucking sexuality. Because I'd rather get I? that out. Well, I'd rather get that out of the way up front because that means they're part of the fucking problem. Right. Not part of the solution. So right. I do this in many ways. It's funny because my friend and I, after we had that whole long hangout, we smelled like sex. And I'm as like, you do, as you do, that's important. As you do. And and I'm like, oh, well, we and but but I made I made uh, them waffles <laughs> and we ate. Oh. And um, and then I'm like, well, we need to go walk because we just had all the carbs because I had Trader Joe's. I'm going to do it. This is an unpaid advertisement for Trader Joe's. But if you want to sponsor us, we'll take your money, Trader Joe's. Uh, and you're in California, so I hope that you're like all sorts of leftist and liberal. Uh, I, we had the Trader Joe's pumpkin blondie brownies. Yes, we did. We had the Trader Joe's uh, pumpkin brioche bread with tis, tidsmore is, is, is tooth butter. You've heard me talk about it on... Um, You've heard me talk about it on TikTok, which is when you put the butter on so fucking thick and cold that when you bite into it, it leaves teeth marks in it. So it's like part of it. It's like a butter sandwich almost. And then I made waffles. And then we're like, we're like walking. And I'm like, yeah, so like, this is fine. Like walking like out in this super gay, super bare like neighborhood. But like, we can't go indoors anywhere because we smell like we smell, like my pit smell. Like you smell like I smelled you on the couch. We smell and we wanted to get right out of the house. And like you spent the night, so you don't have any clean clothes. So you would have been like showering, put on dirty clothes. This motherfucker's like wanting to go into places like, oh, I, oh you should. You, have you never been in here? We should go. I'm like, dude, we smell like the basement of a fuck bar. He's like, oh, I know it's on purpose. This way the straights don't come near me. Like, like, I... like he's wearing it. He does. I keep saying they just so you know, but he does. He does use pronouns of he, he, him. Not straight them. away. Yeah. Straight yeah. away. Spray it for yeah. sake. He's like, this is like my repellent as, as like, uh, cause I was like kind of embarrassed and we did go, we went into this like witch store where I knew the, the um, the them that was working there. And I later messaged them cause they and I have been very flirty and I'm like, yeah, I felt really kind of embarrassed cause I know I smelled like. I know because I took off my clothes when I went home and like smelled the back of my shirt. And I'm like, oh shit, you stunk. Like I stunk. Like I stunk. Like I fucked all night. Right. And, um, and I love that they were like, oh, I loved it. <laughs> they were like, I I'm so sorry. Like, uh, I felt like I couldn't stop checking you out and it was really hot. And, uh, you know, your bulge and, and your pits and your nip slit. Cause I was wearing uh, like a sleeveless, like a cutoff. And so my nipples were out or whatever. <laughs> Okay. I'm like, okay, I needed less. I, it, and my friend that I was with is like, you need to fucking not give a shit. Like you're, this is what you smell like. This is who you are. I was, it was just so interesting. Right, I to, wanna... to circle, like circle back a little bit and then go back forward. Um, yeah. As we do where, how, ADHD. How Folsom it was started <laughs> as a protest or yeah. started as um like a counterculture movement. Correct. Yes. I've always like when I, I had, I consider it a privilege that I'm not in the age of people just before me because that's where it gets lost that Stonewall was a protest. Right, yes. Yeah, I feel like the twenty, the 22 to um, 19 range right now, they they are so culturally conscious, um, but except when it comes to queer matters. And they're just seeing their friends die left and right. I think um, you unplugged. I think you might have unplugged your microphone. Oh. Yeah. Can you hear me? Uh, Can you hear me? I do now. Yeah. Well, All you right, did, and then um, no, you did, and then I think you unplugged it again. I think you're hello? touching it. 
Okay, yeah. Sorry. Hello. But like, um, you plugged it right in and then unplugged it. Like maybe your finger was still like grabbing. Your I don't know. I don't know. This 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 mic is a piece of shit. If y'all want to bless me with a new mic, please yeah. do. Please. I want to point out while you say that my Gloomhaven friends, of which Doctor Daddy Podcast is one of them, have a sign on their bookshelf in their apartment. Uh, they and they live in the most liberal town in all of America, Evanston, Illinois. Look it up. That Evanston was the first town to pay reparations. Like they like the wow. taxes are high. But it's like, yeah, I'll pay those taxes. It is super progressive. They're all about like be naked, be queer, be femme. It's where Northwestern University is, so it's a college town, but it's right next to Chicago. It's super liberal, and um, and they have a sign on their bookshelf that says, uh, "Pride is a protest. Pick up a brick. Like, take, feel free to take a brick. Like, it's so that. Yeah, exactly. So, um. I want to pivot a little bit. I, we're on the same wavelength. I just wanted to say all of that because that is part of why I've leaned into this and people are like, oh, I could never do that. I could never do that. I'm like, no, I'm doing this on purpose because actually I only want to work with people who are not ashamed of like who don't. I, you can you can have your own fucking boundaries. But when the minute you start to find me gross or shameful because you've seen my dick or you've seen me fuck or because I talk about it you're not my fucking people just so you know you don't have to tell me you're not my fucking people this is a protest by the way it feels really good to protest in this way it feels really nice to protest while taking loads in my hole okay so speaking of which that is a full pivot to a story i've been wanting to tell you and i want to tell you before this fucking podcast is over because i we as we do i had a subject i definitely wanted to cover which is eating ass episode Again? three Again? <laughs> yeah so like here's the thing i didn't expect it and first of all, I want to say to Pup Neon, and Pup Neon reached out to me and it was like, hey, when are we going to fuck and film more? This just happened today. And I'm like, oh, we need to, like, 100%, just so you know, you come up in the podcast if you haven't listened to it yet. And it's on a positive way and how you gave me your puphood. And they're like, yay. And I'm like, yeah, but let's definitely fucking film more soon. So that 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 conversation happened. But this is this is not a read. And immediately the pup last night who loves to eat ass and at IML, I love the pup that I was hanging out with last night. And I'm not going to say them because they are also a school teacher. So they're like not wanting to be out there and i get that right. if you're like a school teacher teaching kids like there's people out for your fucking head in right. this in this in this world there are people out for your heads it is it, i know some that are out there in the world in the verse in the like in the you know creating content or whatever and everybody doesn't need to create content but i'm not gonna name that pup this from last night but they love to eat ass and they know i love eating ass and they love or they, they know i love my ass eating and they love to eat my ass so um they at iml we get to we go to uh, one of the local bars, the basement, which is essentially a sex party. And um, they have, during IML, they set up like five slings in the basement. It's amazing. That's I got so fucking nasty there. I and it's awesome. It's so intense. And I, um, I mean, I there's not this person, but another guy. I fucked in three different places. I fucked at the top of the stairs. I fucked uh, near the fucking fire exit door, and out in the fuck room, all over the place. My friends like. All of Chicago saw you fucking him. I won't say his name. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, this guy, when we got down there, like before that one ever showed up, we get down there. To this pup's benefit, I love this because people are so afraid to be first. Not a fucking sling is being used. We are there early because I didn't want to wait in any fucking lines. I fucking hate lines. I'm like, let's get there early. We can entertain ourselves. We're the only people on the dance floor, kind of like that empty. It's empty, but let me tell you, the party fucking showed up. And by the time I left, sadly, there was like a line two hours long to get in. So they like, get to the fucking party early for fat like don't you do not show up stylishly late to the most popular fetish fucking party in town during the most popular fetish event potentially in the world 
also known as IML. Okay, so um, we get down there and immediately, this is what the pup says, I wanna eat some ass. I really wanna eat some ass. We have been in the bar for five minutes. I'm like, you can eat my ass. He's like, okay. And I get into one of these things and, and we started the party. We were the first people to play. I'm gonna fucking put that badge on. And he is eating my, he is in my, I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I am not coming at nine o'clock at night. Whenever the fucking party started, I don't know if it was seven or eight or nine. I'm like, this is really good, but you got to stop. Like, this was a great way to kick it off, but like, we need to stop. Like, that was amazing. But I, but I do love that energy. I love the early ass eating energy is always a good idea. So now I bring this up because I tell Pup about the ass eating story I'm about to share with all of you. And the pup gets immediately super defensive, but you, oh, I eat really good at you really like, and it's not a competition. It is not a competition. But what I will say, I will say it is not a competition, but what I will say is that this podcast has now paid off in ways I never thought possible. I did not expect, did you expect that we would have star fuckers that would listen to our podcast and then want to have wild, raunchy, Oh, was that the, see, I didn't, I'm so, I just wanted to talk about this and hang out with you because we would talk on TikTok and we had incredible chemistry that I'm like, I just want to do that because it's fun. So our official first super fan finds out about the podcast. Okay. And first of all, meet them on Sniffies and it's kind of cordial. We kind of talk about hooking up and they're like a 12 out of 10 and they're going to hear this. And I think you're a 12 out of 10. You know, I think that. I tell them, because I wasn't available because we were about to record. I'm like, hey, I'm recording. Oh, wait, you have a podcast? What is it? I tell them. They go and binge while they're in Chicago, going to the zoo, going to the museum, like doing all the shit. They're in their ears listening to five hours of them pups, thoughts and bears. And become obsessed. And I'm here for it. I'm like, oh, I love a stalker. Absolutely. Now, be clear. I like a stalker who communicates. Don't just show up. I like you to say, I'm obsessed. Don't like just show up. We need consent. We need to talk about it. Like, don't just show up at my door. I want to be clear. And they are like, and, and obviously there needs to be a mutual attraction. So attracted. 26, hot, hairy, 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 furry cub um, from Utah. And um, this person from listening to Aciding one and two so this is this is not really ass eating three because we just spent real heavy the whole first part of this this conversation mm -hmm. but i but i had to get i had to get this story out there this person because of listening and this is what i'm hoping happens for everyone not just with you and i but everyone as they eat ass this person was so um what's the word i'm looking for motivated by our podcast that they ate my ass like because i talked about up i talked about adam's apple to occipital notch and how Pup Neon ate my ass and how it was the most amazing ass eating ever. And this person took that as a challenge. <laughs> this person took that as a challenge and they got into my ass in a way I've never, ever, ever, ever in my life had anyone eat my ass so aggressively. And, and so aggressively that I was concerned what, was, what they were going to find, how deep they were going. I was like, I'm like, are you, are you licking my belly button from the in fucking side right now? Like, holy shit now, but here's the bigger story. And I think this is really what I, and I wanted to get to this sooner and I'm, and I'm not apologizing to anyone for the whole deep conversation we had. Cause I want us to continue to have those. And I think that's what might 
separate us out from other kink podcasts that just kind of talk about the kink is that we also are bringing points of view that I think, man, I don't want to say that there aren't other podcasts. I just haven't heard that yet. Okay. What, what, how we're having these deep dives, which I think is, even if that means we have less listeners, I just think it's super important and super cathartic for us and hopefully for other people like us. And especially like if you're neurodiverse and ADHD. So this pup is, by the way, neurodiverse and ADHD like us and really appreciated our whole dynamic was like, this felt very, like, I got it. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. And, and, um, but here's the part teaching the old pup new tricks. So even though I'm like a new pup, I'm an old pup. Does that make sense? So like, I'm new to the pup scene, but I'm old cause I'm actually fucking old. <laughs> and so you would, and so you would think like, I should be because of all of my experience being into like eating ass and having my ass eaten and like, fetish parties and, and fetish bars and IMLs. I mean, you've been to none. I've been to IML at least 10 fucking times, maybe more, like probably more, like unless there's like a weekend I had to work, maybe 15 times I've been to IML. I don't know. You know, meaning 15 years in a row, like I go every year kind of thing. And uh, with the exception of when the pandemic was here, obviously that it didn't exist. So um, you would think I have a pretty healthy command of eating the butthole, right? This young pup, um, and they're pup curious, but this young man inspired me to be a better ass eater. And and this is gonna gross you out. And you this is like, yeah, this is it. gonna gross you out. And this is like, I, and it's crazy. Cause like, I don't even know, like I know everything we talked about, but we, we don't necessarily have that much longer left in this episode per se. Um, but this young man inspired me to be a better ass eater in the way First of all, their pheromones, their musk was not beginner, was not. Remember how we talked about beginner musk? Yeah. No, their musk was in fucking tense. And I don't mean shitty. I mean, like, that is a manhole. That is some in like, like hints of cedar, forest floor, uh, fucking steel, leather, Fucking intense if, if funk. Me, Holy smells, shit. If it's metal, then. You don't ever get that metal not. smell from an armpit, like a little bit of a, like that little ting that, like, it's, I can only describe it as like metal. It's like oh, almost like. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's, it's like an organic, it's like, it's, it is purely an animal armpit, but it's an ass smell, but it's very, I don't know. It's, it was so intoxicating in the best I'm, possible. I, I'm, I'm just kind of obsessed that you have, like, you're giving a, like a sommelier's interpretation of an ass. That's oh, so I am. fucking, oh, so fucking, it was, it was amazing. I mean, there was even like hints of like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. As I smell my own stinky pit right now, just to like, Ooh, get back there. So, um, I, and here's what's crazy. I literally am going into their ass and I'm like, do it. And they have this big fucking juicy, hairy fucking ass, with these big cheeks. And I'm getting in there and they had cleaned out and everything because they advertised as a submissive bottom. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm a service top. I can fuck you. Like, I'm all about it. And, you know, obviously I'm going to not expect you to fuck me because uh, you're a submissive, like a sub bottom. So it doesn't even say verse on any of your profiles. And, and that's not even really what we talked about. We didn't talk about the details. We talked about just getting together and things like that. And some of the language that really turns me on and whatnot. I was eating, and this is going to gross everybody out. So just trigger alert. I'm eating and there's nothing gross happen. So double trigger with a little bit of asterisk that it doesn't happen, but I was in it and I didn't care. So I'm eating this whole and it keeps surrendering. So my, 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 my brother, 
was worked at the Ram's Horn when he was a teenager, and I remember he painted the back of his car for some reason because he was known as the Ram's Hole, and it was this big black gape of a Ram's Hole that he did with car paint. He called it the Ram's Hole. I was going so deep into that it was serving that it was like I was in blackness. I was in darkness. I was so deep in the hole. I was going in. I was like so. I was going so. Deep, I was getting my. I was like, and I was going so, and, he, and, and, and then I'm like, I got to do this to him, him because he did this to me and I've never had anyone go that deep and it was so hot. And I was like going so deep that I almost like, I'm like, I am so in his butthole right now. I am so deep. And this is, we're not talking like the European porn where they pretend to lick the ass. I am licking an ass in a way that cannot be captured on film unless you were to put a camera inside the ass with some sort of lighting mechanism before I went in, and it was literally in the birth canal of shit. Meaning not that there's any shit there, but where your shit comes from. You know what I mean? Like in that hole, if there was a camera with a fucking spotlight and it was facing my tongue, that would be the only way, or perhaps the only other way that you could capture how deep I was eating. The only other way you could capture how deep I was eating their ass, hold on, is if you had like some sort of like video like ultrasound or CT or MRI or like <laughs> x-ray because I might because there's no way like you couldn't understand how deep I was other than being me or being him while it was happening it was an or, uncapturable or like in the, the other option would be like be Miss Frizzle taking your students on a trip down the digestive tract right yes. and one of the students goes oh girl that's the booty hole and she has to yeah. reiterate no no <laughs> That's a valve. <laughs> so yeah, so I was in the valve. I was <laughs> in the valve. I was in the valve. And I am so deep in the valve that I, and I'm so, and here's the thing that we need to talk about more. I want us to talk about the feeling more. Cause you know, people always talk about it being hot and I really want to get into this feeling more. My whole body was shaking and rushing and like convulsing because it was so, it was such a turn on to be so deep and to be so deeply connected to him and to have him completely broken as far as being able to do anything. I was so deep okay. in his hole that he was a dis he was alive. He was feeling, he was enjoying, but all he could do was like shake and like moan. Um, I was essentially fisting him with my tongue. <laughs> I was essentially fisting with my tongue. And, and so this conscious thought comes in and this is how I, here's, here's what I want to say. And, and this is the trigger warning right now. I'm so deep in the hole that I consciously think to myself, cause I had him sit on my face. Like I went deep, but I'm like, I want to get even deeper. I want you to sit on my face. So I'm going in there and I'm so deep in his sweaty fucking stink. That fucking musk is all up and I'm, 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 I'm up in there. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm in. I'm, and I'm like, and it just keeps opening. I can't, it keeps opening. It's the weirdest thing. It was like some sort of sci-fi movie. It just keeps opening. I thought like, I thought, is my whole head, am I going to head him? Is my whole head going in his it's hole? Like the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. I'm like, am I, am I licking, am I licking his spleen right now? I don't know. Anyway, I keep going and I have this thought, if there is anything in this ass, it will go directly in my mouth. And I am, and I, and I literally in that thought, and I said, and, and here's the worst part. Are you ready? And you don't want to hear this. And I was okay with it. Not that I wanted it to happen, but I didn't stop when I had that. You thought. accepted the terms of the engagement. I, I was like, I am committed to eating this motherfucker's ass the best 
that they've ever had it eaten because they just ate my ass the best I've ever had it eaten. And I want to have this bond for life with this motherfucker. So I'm going so deep that I know I've gone beyond the safe zone and there in something could just literally dive right into my fucking throat. And there is no stopping it. Like there is no way to stop it. Like I, at that point I'll either have to like spit or swallow or get out of the fucking way. Like, I don't know, but like, it'll be too late when it happens. There will be no controlling it. It never happened. It never, this person cleaned out in such a way that it was, it was like brand new. It was like, it had never been played with. It was like, but it had clearly been played with because an ass that had never been played with would not open that deeply. Also, I also think that only an ass that had been played with that much would have the skill and know how to be that clean. Uh, but it was unfucking believable And I just wanted to add that because, and, and listen, I'm not saying the bar has been raised, but... I am now, I have leveled up to a level I didn't know. My brother said the other day, he was talking about some video game that he plays, like, you know, it's really hard to get above a level 70. Like, once you get to a level 70, it's like you're there for a very long time. I feel like I just broke through. I feel like I just fucking broke through to that impossible level, like that hidden fucking door that no one even knew was programmed in there, and I am now a level 71. Yeah, I am now, I have been eaten by an ass fucking master, and I now count myself an ass master, and it has me even more curious and more voracious to eat more ass deeper than I've ever gone before. And I just really wanted to share that today because if you're out there and you're just kind of licking around the hole, if you're out there and you're just kind of like, kind of like pretending to eat ass, you're kind of like just on the surface, just a little bit of fucking, okay, I licked it, I'm done. I just want to say, um, I'm not saying you're doing it wrong, but I do you think you're missing out and maybe you're doing it wrong but you're definitely missing out but maybe it's wrong i'm not sure anyways i love you all i love you all i had to share that today um <laughs> i had to share that today i uh i i because that was that's a huge fucking development and that is that is a star fucker that is a fan who listened to episode one and two of eating ass and is like hey and actually we're walking. I met them. I went and met them because I didn't like, I wanted to walk them to my house. I didn't want to, because my house is not the easiest to find in Chicago. I'm like, I'm going to come meet you because I know where you're staying and then we'll walk together. And they're like, this feels really unfair because I know so much about you because I've listened to all of your podcasts and you don't know anything about me. I'm like, that's okay. I mean, I asked them some questions, but I'm like, I'm here for it. I love the obsession. I am into it. Yeah. And then, oh, and there's more to the story. Wait a minute. There is more. The sub bottom is eating my ass in this way. I then fuck them and I'm fucking them and it's really good. And I could have came, but I didn't want to come because it was so early and it's very hard for me to come topping, but I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. And I'm not really someone who necessarily comes topping. And then this dick stays big and hard. The two scoops generally will then retreat, you know? And I'm like, well, they're not going to flip and fuck me. So let's, we're going to hold off. Even if I don't fucking remember, we covered that in a pr previous podcast. Two scoops of dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two handfuls, <laughs> like two scoops of dick. So, they then go that it's crazy because they ate my ass i ate theirs i fucked them and then i'm like okay i'm gonna let's we're gonna stop because we've only been we're only like we only smell like a pile of fucking unbelievable musk and have only gotten swept through my fucking sh ruined the mattresses for like 90 minutes i'm like we can go longer and we did and we did we went to four o'clock in the morning by the way Holy and shit. we started and we started at a respectable time like whatever that is i don't know tell yourself a story 10 10 11 o'clock at night um, after Gloomhaven, by the way, I went from Gloomhaven to this story, uh, essentially, actually, I might have those juxtaposed. That might've been the, the other, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when it was, but it was hot. And 
here's what happens. I stop, they eat my ass more, and then they say, do you want me to fuck you? The, ver the, 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 the sub bottom. And oh, I he say, got some. And I said, Do you want to fuck me? Yeah, do you, yes. I said, Fuck me. Absolutely. D what, how? And I don't, I normally like to ride cock, but I know they're a bottom, so I'm like, right, I'm just going to fucking adapt. And here's the crazy part I have a really tight ass, and it does not take dick well, but my ass takes dick well. If you eat my ass and lick my fucking spleen and lungs like he did, <laughs> if you if you're licking my aorta like he was and my fucking <laughs> I, I will tell you what, because they he has a big fucking nice fucking I could send pictures. I, could, I feel like I should ask for permission. We need to put up a website and I need to put pictures of this cock. It's big. It's a big fucking cock. And I did say that. I'm like, oh, God, you're a bottom. That's a big fucking cock. And I'm sorry, bottoms, when people say that I'm one of those people who's like, oh, I see that cock and all I want to do is fucking ride it. I know you're a bottom, but like, holy shit, that cock. I want that cock. And he has this beautiful cock. And anyway, um, I thought, yeah, I'm probably going to bleed. He's probably going to tear me up. But yes, okay. Do me doggy style. Fuck me doggy style. I want you to fuck me. I'm like, you know what? Fucking yeah, yeah, fucking come in me, bond with me. Let's do this, fuck me. This motherfucker topped me like such a pro after eating my ass and the way that he ate my ass. I think it was all a story. I think this was his plan the whole fucking time. I'm gonna tiptoe in there like some sort of sub bot. And by the way, I like your subversive plan. I like your fucking execution, your delivery. I like where we arrived. I like the unexpected uh, island you took me to. This motherfucker, fucked me and i will tell you it was so hot because they were going so deep and they and the dick went in me was it tight did it take some time but they were an adult at 26 they were an adult enough to know i don't just fucking throw my cock in you and they worked it in with spit because i said just so you know i can't believe i'm gonna say this as if i'm some fucking unprepared college boy but my gun oil has been um reclaimed has been what's the word when they take your house foreclosed no repossessed <laughs> when they take your car my gun oil has been put has been repossessed by my ex and technically they paid for it i had the water based they had the oil based they have taken it no shade they paid for it i haven't replaced it because i'm a forgetful fucking procrastinating motherfucker and i don't fuck a lot at my house i need to get some new gun oil but if you're coming over we can either use coconut oil uh, or we can use spit and, and they were like, I prefer spit. I'm like, I really fucking like you a lot because I, <laughs> I love a primal just spit pre-cum experience. But I have a tight ass that requires lube. But this motherfucker with their excessive pre-cum, which is hot and their unbelievable amounts of saliva that they had prepared through proper hydration, they fucked me and they and they fucking sprayed so much cum inside of me. It was so hot. And then after that, we watched Short Bus, which again, I want us to do. They had never heard of it or seen it because they're 26. We watched Short Bus and they felt like a transformed person. And I am starting a cult of eat ass, raw me, and let's watch Short Bus and talk about it. So it was a very intellectual fucking nasty hookup. It was amazing. It was wild. Um, and they're all on, they're all in. I want everybody, when you're all in for the Them Pups retreat that I'm starting to create mentally, it's gonna be, we record a couple episodes live. You don't have to wear clothes. You can wear fetish gear, you can wear your pup hoods, wear whatever you want. Then we do a screening of short bus so that we can all talk about it, hang out about it. Maybe we do the screening of short bus before the recording of the episode. 
Maybe that's what we do. Maybe it's like a brunch kind of thing. I don't know. I'm still working it out. And then you probably after just, it's all you probably need to open it up, like open it up with all with the episode. And then after we give our thoughts and reactions to the, the film. Yeah. And then, and so then, and then after that, I want it to be a dance party that of course will turn into a fuck party. And so I'm thinking that we need to do this as a them pups retreat. I think we need to, the way to make this happen is we actually, this is, this is going to be, and we need to, I don't know if we need to like, if I ever create the website, like create one of those, you know, those like thermometers that explode red at the top that like explode. We should like get people who are like, I'm in for the them pups retreat. And we create a them pups retreat that involves the movie screening, like the hanging out, the discussions, the actual podcast recording and the wild dance party tur- turned fuck party, uh, like somewhere that everybody wants to go. I don't know. Do you hate that idea? Do you love that? No, idea? I think that's a good idea. Are you on board? I don't see why not. Okay, because you have to be on board for this to work. Just want to make sure. Like, I'm we have some negotiation to go through, but I feel like it'll oh, be we nice. have some negotiation to go through. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, my uh, I, working title. I, one of the places I'm thinking is either Palm Springs or Las Vegas. Those are two of the places that I'm thinking about because it's warm. And if this happens in the winter, I want it to be warm. That's all. Okay. <laughs> and somewhere that's okay with nudism and fucking and group sex okay so we have reached a full hour just so you know is there anything that we didn't cover that you want to add we started really heavy i had to share this story i've been wanting to share this story you knew a little bit about the story i had to share the story ass eating part three no i think we're good are you sure yeah all right this is of pup Cylon. Oh, and things we didn't say at the beginning. You can find us uh, B Bear, B Bear, B E, B E A R, B E, B A R E on Just for Fans, OnlyFans, the artist formerly known as Twitter, aka X. And you can find Pup Tango. You can find me at Tango underscore Foxtrot. Replace the last O with a zero. T-A-N-G-O underscore F-O-X-T-R-0-T on on Twitter, X, whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, Instagram or Meta or whatever you want to fucking call it. Um, that Pup Tango on TikTok and I believe... That put Tango on Blue Sky as well. You're the same for Be Bear, Be Bear on, on Blue, Blue Sky, Sky as well. well. Yeah, yeah. And, so, oh, and, I, and I always forget, I'm Hello I Am Jeff on Instagram and the Hello I Am Jeff on TikTok. I adore you, Pup Tango. I, um, <laughs> you look, I, you told me before this, you're like, I feel like I got run over by a truck. We didn't even talk about that, all what you were up doing. You said it had to do with being horny. You didn't say, and we didn't cover it. We're gonna have to like circle back for the next episode, which we cannot do right now because I sadly, sadly am headed for a CT scan. Yeah, because y'all don't know that I'm dealing with some serious shit in my head, which might, you know, we'll figure out what that is. Maybe they'll just remove it, my head. I don't know. I'm not trying to get too serious. It has to do with my sleeping. Apparently, according to my doctor, I haven't had one good night's sleep in my entire life because of how fucked up my septum and, and everything airways are. So I'm going in for the CT scan today. Uh, God bless. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. That's heavy. Why don't I just throw that in at the end of the episode? You're oh, my God. <laughs> On that note. Oh, no, it's next day. Fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> you just, you know, that's okay. You can replace. I'm very replaceable. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do this shit alone. On that note, 
I love you all and can't wait to see you in the next episode. Please send questions. Please send questions you want answered. Now that there are a group of you out there listening, we want to hear from you. Please reach out through any of those socials. It says you can make comments on the post. I didn't even give this information. Uh, we are up to a 4.8 star rating and there have been eight ratings, which is one three star and all the rest are five stars. Thank you. The person who gave us three stars, we will try to do better. Thank and, you for uh, keeping us humble. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, and, and we have over half of the people who listen subscribe. Actually, roughly about 70% of the people who listen become subscribers based on the analytics, which I think is huge. And I talked to Dr. Daddy Podcast. He's like, that's really good. So whatever we're doing, we really appreciate your eyes, your ears, but we also want your input. So please reach out and let us know what you think, what you want us to talk about, and we will do it. We will do it. Do you have anything else you want to add? No, that'll be it. Stay kinky. Pop out.